Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the uh, last podcast of this school year. I, of course, am Jack Dillon. I'm joined here with... Sam, what's going on, people? Uh, this podcast really isn't as well-structured as maybe some of our other ones. I'm currently in the process of writing a, or typing a paper. It is due tomorrow as a final. Sam is... What are you doing, Sam? Covering the... The greatest superhero of all time, Batman. Of course. Because I have absolutely nothing else to do. I should be doing a writing assignment too, but I got time. Exactly. Till 11.59 midnight. Oh, that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, um, just excuse me. There will be keyboard clicks every once in a while throughout the episode because I unfortunately do not own a quiet keyboard. But uh, we'll see how this goes. So, Sam, the main talking points today of our podcast are going to be kind of just talking about the school year and events and things you've learned and such, so hopefully we can give people something interesting. Dude, this is off topic already, but I'm so confused on what color to make Dr. Mr. Freeze. He's a light, oh, the cape is already that color? Yeah. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Do you have a darker blue? I have purple. I think just go with the, the light blue. It'll be okay. But what color made the ice? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to probably just go with purple, honestly. Alright, do what you gotta do. Alright, Sam, getting started with the podcast. Real simple, real easy. Your top three moments of the entire school year. Top three. Well, I think I'm going to go from three, two, one. So number three. Number three, getting this room. I'm going to put that up there because okay. it solidified a strong semester to finish with. Number two, um, the, the first time we went to the abandoned nurse building. The, the psychiatric old one by Dollar General. The old hospital? Yeah. That one was fun because we had everybody there. Yeah. Ben, Santi, me, you, Trent, Sean, I think. And then number one will always be the first Bubba's night because that was elite, elite gameplay right there. Five dollar meals, and it was really good for the first time. Yeah, those are my top three. What about you? Um, I think I'm gonna have to agree on the room, but I'm gonna make it probably my second. Mm -hmm. Third one was. Hmm. Ah, starting a podcast, I think. I think that was a really cool idea, and finally to see it like come to fruition was really nice. Yeah. And my favorite moment, I think we've talked about this moment before. The first time I really like met you guys mm-hmm. when we were at the candlelight thing, and I was like, "Screw it, guys, we're going to D two." Yeah, and I was like. What, what the hell is going on? Because it was just me and Santi. And then you come over Brent. Wearing a tax, commit tax fraud shirt. Yeah. And you're like, let's do this. And I was like, okay. Or actually that and slewing it together, all the many nights spent in your old room mm-hmm. with the stuffed animals. The night Santi threw up 
and he was like on the floor and we were giggling about kangaroos fighting people dude that night is like a fever dream exactly. because it went from you ripped the head off the unicorn and put it on <laughs> to like me and Brent were just on the bed like talking about something and you and Sanjay were on the floor like just gone talking about kangaroos fighting and then he showed us the video of the dog and the kangaroo. <laughs> the dude just comes up and punches yeah, a kangaroo, kangaroo right in the mouth. Yes. <laughs> that was so fucking crazy. Or the night. It's, it's definitely an honorable mention. The night Aiden came. The, that, those days. Oh, stretch. Aiden, that night was so funny. I loved the quote by him. like, Or it wasn't even a quote. It was maybe a series of quotes where he was just kind of like talking about how much he drinks back home. Mm-hmm. And like how well he's gonna hang, mm-hmm. and then one four loco and Aiden was like knocked out. done. Yeah, it's like two a.m. and he's just laying there. And the three of us are like giggling, having a great time. Yeah. Oh, that was the night we made the homemade products. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost most feeling in myself for a good twenty minutes. That was probably one of my favorite versions of Sam because I'd look over at you and you're on your phone and you just like all of a sudden drift off into wonderland dude I like slithered slithered off the bed like a worm and I was like you gotta help me oh dude all the times in your old room of us falling in between the bed and the wall he's disappearing yeah the crack (laughs) would get split open and someone's falling in oh um another honorable mention there's so many the Red Sox wildcard game against the Yankees. Oh, man. Because we, after we went in there, party. Just turned on the speaker and we were going insane. Ben Sanji was there. Everybody was there, even random people. Yeah. Like, it was so weird. And I was wearing the Red Sox jersey you had. That was good because we were all so happy Garrett Cole got knocked out in the third inning. That was a good one. Yeah, that, that moment to me was insane when they were like, I got the starting pitchers before the game played like two hours ago. They put it out. I was like, damn. Avoldi versus Cole? Yeah. I'm like, Avoldi's going to choke. And then, lo and behold, the Red Sox go out there and pound. Yeah. <laughs> I That night is memorable to me because of the stupid deal I made where mm. it was a shot for every run the Red Sox won by. And they ended up winning by what, like six? Yeah. Like it was like eight to two at the end. Yeah, it was terrible. We were in deep. <laughs> it was funny. I just remember walking into the Waterburger later that night with you guys. I was not driving, of course, and that's when like all of it hit me. It was just an immediate head rush. Look at this. We have visitors. We are joined by Chase Parrish, Gus Huey Truitt, Ben Jimin Finley. And finally, Alex Blackburn. Blackburn. Love it. You guys got anything important to say to the people? Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. First year of college wrapped up. And, uh, yeah. Room's all packed out. And I'm going to cry. going to be missing my brothers. No, you're not. No, you're not. Well, hey. should we ask them their top three moments? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, going down the line. Chase. Top three moments. Top, top three moments, moments of the school year. There's so many. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. That's a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> it was too fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. It was Tuesday. 
Yeah, yeah, here we go, Ben. Let's hear it. Uh, first semester, the hospital, the whole experience. I think that was that was, that was his number yeah, one. That was like a good bonding experience for all of us. Like when we first kind of like started out and uh, kind of all brought us together. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones that are equivalent to that, but that was like a top tier moment. Uh, so many just little times that we had together. Like I said earlier, waking up in the morning, seeing big ass cheeks. He's going to the with his shirt off. <laughs> no, dude, I have a video of you trying to kick down the metal door at the hospital. Uh-huh. It was just the funniest <laughs> thing, bro. Um, you and I were like making like inglorious bastards oh, jokes yeah. walking up the <laughs> stairs in that one room. <laughs> Ethan was tweaking that night, dude, because I had my gun. Oh, bro, yeah. what if you accidentally shoot one of us and like. Was that the night where we sat in the bathtub? Yeah. Yeah. That was there? That video, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Come on, Ben. There's two more. When, uh, I don't think you were there, Jack, but when we all watched, uh, what was that one scary movie? The Tusk? No, 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 no. <laughs> Tusk, <laughs> Tusk was good, <laughs> but, um, it was with, uh, it was like Scary Movie 2 or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that, yeah. A Haunted House 2. That, that was <laughs> we laughed the whole time. That was so fun. We had some deep nights, too. Yeah. yeah, like that one time we sat, we sat in the fucking room. That was me, you, Ethan, and I think you. Mm-hmm. Just sat there and just spilling everything. It's kind of gay, but well, those are easily <laughs> some of the best nights, though. Yeah, like when we watched uh, Conjuring Three in my room, and we were just y'all were making Jaeger bombs left oh, and right. Yeah, <laughs> dude, and that oh night, Ben and I, you guys left to, you guys went to go do something. And y'all were gone for like an hour and a half. Y'all were like, we'll be gone. Y'all go to the pool? We went to the pool. We jumped in the pool. Okay, but y'all were gone for a while. Yeah. Because I remember we went to the pool right after that, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. the, yep, yep. And we hooped. Y'all were, y'all were waxed, and we were like, y'all were like, let's play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben and I, we had what, like three Jaeger bombs apiece after they left? Yeah. Like, it was bad. <laughs> And you guys were like, don't drink too much. And yeah, you guys came back. And there was like an, <laughs> this much Jaeger. And <laughs> I think the, the other moment that I remember very vividly was Caleb calling us on the phone. And he was in the <laughs> graveyard. <laughs> it sounded like Pearl, Hom- uh, Pearl Harbor was being bombed. What? Dude, he was hitting something. I'm the only one alive. He was like pissed. Like his girl that he was talking to was, didn't give him a chance or something. Yeah. He went in the graveyard and started beating things up. All like of a sudden it sounded like a cartoon sound. You just heard a bunch of trash cans falling. <laughs> <laughs> Gus, you got any uh, top three? Oh. Beer pong? Oh, yeah. That was, oh, yeah, <laughs> that was, that was a fun. That was a good I remember about half that night. spoons and knives up in every single crevice of his door. When he opened it, they all fell down. 
Dude, speaking of knives, the night Blackbird pulled a knife on us. When did that? So when did that happen? You didn't even realize, Jack. I wasn't there, but yeah. So was it? Did I win that night in poker? Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so it was one of the poker nights. Yeah, I won. You had went to bed and you were pissed off at Ethan because Ethan was being Ethan. Okay. And uh, we went up to your room because Ethan's like. We should go get your money, Jack. We need to get your money, Jack. And we go up there, and we're knocking on your door, and you come over, and you're like, how much do I owe you? And it was like five bucks or ten bucks, something pretty minimal. And you go, okay. And then you close your door and start, like, fumbling around. So I'm like, okay, he's getting, our like, my money. Yeah, he's got it in his drawer. All right. So we just keep standing there, and we're talking to your black roommate. Oh, yeah, it's a nigger one. Oh, Fuck. right on my podcast. Okay. Anyways. So, anyways, he came out and we were talking to him. And then after like, I don't know, minute, two minutes, you opened up the door and I guess you had a knife in your hand. I didn't even realize it. You pointed at Ethan. <laughs> you're like, you guys need to get the fuck out of my room. And we were just like, oh. So then we went down to Ethan's room and started banging on the ceiling with shit. Yeah, and fucking... Poppy ball sack. Right on the right on the Poppy ball sack. Did you bring him up yesterday? What? Poppy ball sack? Yeah, I put him in my Diamond Dynasty team. Oh my 76 <laughs> overall playing with a bunch of 92s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Ball sack's a pretty good first baseman, though. He is. Red Sox got a few. Yeah, double off the wall. Yeah, so dude, Ben almost hit a dinger. And the guy left the game. <laughs> <laughs> Talk top three. Do y'all have any like top three worst moments of the year? Um, I really, but I didn't get pretty pissed at Ethan because he came in there and put fucking biofreeze on my back. Yeah, and then uh, it was a whole ordeal because Huey was. I got pissed because Huey put Huey and uh, Parker put the cheese in his room, like scattered around, and he was coming at me for it. I was already pissed. And then he put the biofreeze on me. And I was about to whoop his ass. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, one more thing, I whooped his ass. But, uh, I mean, he kind of just chilled out after that. But that's, like, the only time I got pissed. Yeah. So that's, like, probably, like, my worst moment, I guess. One I can definitely remember is getting written up. Oh, my God. For not, for, for, some, for some stuff with some roommates. We brought it up before on the podcast, so you can talk about it. Yeah, I got written up for my roommates leaving out alcohol at a Baptist college because they're stupid. <laughs> and I was in my room sleeping while everything was happening. And one of my roommates was stupidly like, he was like, hey, he was talking about Ari. He was like, hey, can you come and wake me up at 7 in the morning? Oh, was that Sean? Yeah. <laughs> You were trying yeah, to keep it a little. Was, oh, yeah. He I was, was supposed to go serve that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Sean, I think I was, I was cafeteria. He was up in the room last night. Talks to him for like 30 minutes. He was drunk off his ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was, the, that was when everyone came Everyone came in there. And uh, I saw Sean. He was like, dude, get your stuff out of your room right now. Like, J Dub, he's going to check the cameras. Blah, 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 blah. He's going to find out we were in your room. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, there's two trash bags of just beers <laughs> and bottles. And so <laughs> I, it was a lot. Put it in the back of my car with Ethan, drove. To Tanner's like uh, sister's apartment complex, 
threw it in the dumpster there because I was so paranoid. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. Because I woke up and just got reported. I had to go like have a meeting with somebody, and I got in more trouble at the meeting. They said you gotta go to rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an alcoholic. You you gotta go to rehab. You gotta go some type of uh, you have a meeting correction. to go to. To clarify, <laughs> you don't drink, right, Sam? No, very very rarely, and it's gotta be like Tennessee. <laughs> this guy's got a good shit. He's got a, it's a cold He's gone black. He's never coming back. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, other than that, I mean, it's hard to really remember. Maybe like coming here, definitely a bad memory. Just realizing, dang, I'm in Marshall, Texas. Yeah. There's nothing to do here. But you know, we made stuff to do. It was really good. Speaking of that, like you guys have crapped on Marshall this entire year, and I haven't like really had much problems with Marshall. Until the last two days, I needed to wash my truck, and there's not a single self-serve car wash in this damn town. There is. That, no, that has a card scanner. Because uh, I don't uh, carry cash. So. Because like coins and cash only. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like driving. It's expensive. Yeah, the, the, the coins. The coins. Is it, that's the one over by uh, Marshall High School, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right across. And I was like, finally, like, screw it. I'm going to go to that nice one that's right on 80, or right on the intersection of 80 there. The big drive through and I was like, screw it. I'll buy the most expensive wash, get my truck looking great. I go over there, and they're fucking closed. They broke down, so that place is closed. I have no coins, so I had to go get $20 and quarters. Because the most you can withdraw from an ATM, is, or the least you can draw, is 20 Yeah. So I have an entire bag of quarters now just to wash my truck. I haven't washed my truck in so long. Uh, it shows. <laughs> it's best truck. No, all the little spots on there is from like two years ago. I went with black spray paint and colored up all the. And now the spray paint has faded. I gotta just retouch all the spray paint. Well, you know, Gush truck still do be looking good. It is, it's character. It's probably a lot of hefe. No, it's gonna look better. I got plans for it. Ooh. I'm gonna repaint it. You got an idea of what color? I'm I'm a big fan of like gunmetal gray. Like if I could repaint my truck that like brush yeah. gray. Well, that's it. I'm picking up a sixer. <laughs> <laughs> Charcoal gray and then every chrome on it's gonna be blacked out. Oh yeah, blacking out's a huge plus on a truck. Then you got any down memories here? Um, it's hard to say down memories because I didn't really have a lot of sh- shitty memories mm-hmm. here. Um, other than most of the time bored out of my goddamn mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, beat off too much. Don't do that. What, <laughs> what happened that one time where I was yelling at Ethan profusely? Like, what did he do? Yeah, the whole, only time I don't. I remember hearing that up in my room. I was like yelling. At I can't remember. He's probably just room. doing. I mean, you yell at him a lot, but there was. I know it's time for yeah. your actual theory. Oh, dude, I remember you were mad for, like, two days straight. Yeah. Because you came down. I don't know what it was about, bro. It was probably something stupid, but it was Ethan. It's Ethan Evans. He kept, kept, like, edging it. And he kept, like, going. Like, he didn't leave it alone. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't really have any bad memories. It wasn't, like, a time where I was really drunk. Like, throwing up profusely. There was never, like, none of that. Overall, malignant was a good night. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Dude, that was crazy. That movie, it was me, Santi, Ben, Jack, Brent, and I think Desmond Sean. Ethan was there too. Ethan. Dude, we went to go watch this movie called Malignant. It was so. No, I wasn't there to watch it with in theaters with you guys. Oh, no, you were with your girlfriend. Yep, I watched it with you guys in the room. Dude, like, it was, it was bad, later. bro. We were. It, was, it was such a plot twist. All of a sudden, this movie goes from a bunch of murders, like the Phil saying murders in her head while she's sleeping, to full on. She folds around and becomes Assassin's young. Creed bro. in the fucking police department. That was sick, though. <laughs> Like, it was so gory, too, because it showed a moment where she just broke somebody's arms off. It yeah. It was wicked. Gross. Was like, damn. And she's walking backwards. The like, transformation scene was grosser for me. Like, when all of her, like, joints just, like, dislocate yeah. and yeah. go the other way, I was like, oh. Dude, yeah. And we tried going to Bubba's that night, and then Brent hit a, hit a car. Oh, yeah. And we're like, dude, we can't stay. So we just left him with a cane. It was rough. First try, first try. And then we realized Ethan can't eat chicken. <laughs> that was yeah. when I, I like lost most respect for each other. Like, dude, this motherfucker can't eat chicken. What did he even get in his fries? Yeah, he was so stupid. Yeah, I yeah, just, just a whole box of fries. fries. Yeah, I was like, dude, what? What's wrong with you? But yeah, that was good. Well, I, I, I mean, we can take a pause and say goodbyes, or do you yeah. guys want to keep talking about things? Or I got hit the road. All right. Well, we'll be back after a brief intermission. All right. Well, uh, we're back. We had to have a little bit of nostalgia before saying goodbye to the boys. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, you're going to ask me what my top three worst moments were here, and that's got to be one of them. This? Saying goodbye to the boys, man. Oh, yeah. That, I, yeah. Definitely that was going up there now. Santi leaving as a worst one. You can only hope that you'll see them again. Good times. Which we will. I mean, they're, they're going to a school pretty close by, so go to their parties or they're going to come down here. And then, you know, hopefully Ben comes back, which I think he will, you know, because he deserves a spot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, I don't know the baseball world too much, yeah. but I agree. He deserves, he deserves that shit. For I'm going to put a sweatshirt on. I'm getting a little chilly. I got you. Intermission with Samuel. Uh, I'm coloring Batman, and I'm gonna make Mister Freeze pink because he's a little baby back there. <laughs> and I think Batman Two is gonna be with Mister Freeze. The poster's out already. Really? Yeah. Wow. Short run, baby. That was quick. Yes, sir. All right. Um. Next on that. Uh. Things you learned this school year, whether it was sports, school, or people. You go first. Um, I think with school, as I'm currently writing a paper that is supposed to be on the things I learned in English class. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, the biggest groundbreaking thing for me, and you may not relate because of being from a high populated area, but like. Mm-hmm. Back home, I'm a very smart kid without trying. Yeah. Like, I can BS my way through most things. Yeah. And college has given me the realization that, like, there are so many people like me. Yeah. Like, back home, there was maybe two of us. Uh-huh. And now, like, I'm in a classroom full of people like me. Okay. Like, we can all earn a certain grade just by doing nothing and 
bullshitting our way through it. So like I actually now have to put in the extra and I can't just BS my way through things. And that, as dumb as it sounds, was like a real culture shock for me. I got you. I feel like a lot of our friends kind of feel the same way. Like, damn, I can't do this because we don't, we're not in Louisiana anymore and we actually have to try with school because our, our state isn't 50 out of 50 in the academic. They have school in Louisiana? Uh, is it Louisiana really really? No, I don't think it is. You should blow that shit up. Oh, God. What about you, Sam? What have you learned? Oh, man. Honestly, I, I've never... This is something I learned very recently, I think. Uh, that kind of, I guess, coming down to the wire for the year, it was, it was a realization for me. I've never been the type to say or have the confidence out loud. I've always known, like, I'm good at like certain things, like my sport or school, but I've never really like said it because I I don't want to sound like cocky, you know. No, you're a cocky pos. You get it. And so like coming here and realizing like there are so many people that like have aspirations and believe in themselves, but it's hard to see them come to fruition because they they like lose it in the midst of. And so I, I like believe that there's a balance that I'm about to find and like the confidence. Like I'm I'm gonna start saying stuff out loud, like, yeah, I can do that. Oh yeah, like this is possible without like losing losing myself. I guess I think that's a big thing I've learned because I've always been afraid of that, but I know that there's a line of balance and I think that's the biggest thing I, I can take away from everybody, you know, kinda influencing me, so and it's a good thing, you know, I, I think I need it in, I guess, the sport aspects and in life, because lately I've been saying, yeah, dude, I'm gonna kill this, and, like, I killed it, and, you know, I gotta, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna kill my honor plan, basically, and, like, this morning, my teacher emailed me, and he was like, yo, your slides were amazing, can I have them? Yeah. Wow. So. Two very polar opposites of the spectrum right here. No, yeah, for sure, but <laughs> I think... They, they, you know, it's just something we can learn from people. You know, I gotta, I gotta trust people more. I think that's another thing I learned is with people. I gotta trust them more. Like, we spent a lot of time together, but in a short amount of time. And like, we've we've talked about this before. Like, back home, you know, a lot of people your whole life. But it feels like when I came here, it was so easy to like make connections, and it was so easy to. And it felt good to realize that there's so many people like you, you know, and I kind of met you and everybody else and we've had long nights talking about everything and, you know, it's nice to realize, like, I'm not the only one. So, I gotta just trust more people, you know, can't be closed off all the time. On that subject, I think one of the greatest things that has happened this college year is, have you ever seen the Jimmy Valvano Esky speech? Yes. Okay. So, you know, in the beginning, he talks about the three, three things you should do every day is laugh, cry, and think. Yes. And, of course, with you guys, like, I've had plenty of laughs. Mm -hmm. With school, I'm thinking every day. Yeah. And, you know, I also really embraced the fact that our friend group, we could get soft when we needed to. Mm -hmm. And I, it was okay to maybe not cry all the time, but, like, you know, emotions were put out there. Yeah. 
And I really found that amazing that, because, you know, like, you get the stereotype, like, we're all sports players, we're in college, we're all fucking get down to the brass tacks and let her eat, no emotion. Yeah. So it was really comforting for me, damn, after a long day of practice, after a long day of school, to just come back to the room and get the mellow out and have deep conversations. Yeah, no, that was really good. And so dad said, you want to come over here and say hi to the podcast? Hi, guys. There's Dez. There's Dez. You want to, yeah, you want to share anything you've learned this year in sports, school, or like people, any takeaways you have? Um, Sports, Um, college sports are nothing like high school sports. Absolutely. I agree. (laughs) I agree. I was the man my senior year and now I'm. Exactly. (laughs) Me too. People, people are different. People are better in college than they are in high school, completely my perspective. Because everyone's grown up, or they found like their two personalities, so everyone's kind of just like just trying to make it instead of trying to fit in. Yeah, I think yeah. To follow that up, I was gonna say like, dude, people are just living life now. You know, like in high school, you're trying to figure out who you are, and I thought I knew pretty early, but you know, I had to go through two more semesters of college to kind of like realize like, damn. I really like that. Back home, like, I changed up my personality to be with whoever I was hanging out with. Yeah, me too. So, like, we could mesh in the group better, you know, and or be more popular. And I really found it interesting that down here, like, I don't know if it's because the people I'm around or maybe I took the step and grew up, but, like, you guys get to see the realest side of me and the fact that you guys love that. Like, for example, when we went to DQ that first night, I was wearing a shirt that says commit tax fraud and has a picture of Barney on it. Like, yeah. you're not going to wear that if you want to fit in. Yeah, and we all found it hilarious. Like, it's like one of the best shirts ever created. Yeah, I mean, it was so comforting to find people, my people, I guess. Yeah. Like, I don't have to act a certain way to be your guys' friend. I get to be me. Yeah. Following up on Peyton Bill, like, in high school, it took, in, in high school, it took me, like, all the way up to my senior year, when I felt like fitting in wasn't even like that big of a like was that cool of a name. So my senior year, I was basically just the guy that like everyone talked to, but I knew everyone's friends didn't like me. If that makes sense. No, yeah. The Everybody thing. knows you, yeah. but or friends. What's it say? Good with everyone, tight with no one, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like I legit had maybe four or five close friends in my like senior year, rather than my. The rest of my high school, I maybe had like 20, 25, like technically close friends, but I come here and I feel like I have 15, 20 close friends here. Yeah. That like I can tell anything to, I can go to anyone about, like, I don't know, I guess it's just different. Just because it, it's like, because I, I feel like I don't have to like try and fit in. I feel like everyone's just just doing their own thing you guys can just say it out loud bro. Okay. wait you coming here with a shirt or are you gonna work out I'm gonna work out like that 
we have a while. So if you want to start off, we can talk about it. All right. Um, our next written down <clears throat> topic. Um, oh, I skipped this over. I apologize. Things you'll remember. I mean, it kind of plays into this. Like, we learned lessons, but things you'll remember. Well, things I'll remember for sure are, I think, But definitely the, the times. The like we've had some large times celebrating throwing the the loud, you know, dubstep music and just go at it. Santi's truck listening yes, to club music yeah. and just <laughs> But the times that are like you can look over I think I'll remember those the most because it's like dang, like we really there was really a group of us just in a room chatting up and we were all just dying. No matter what was talked about, we could either get really real or like it's something hilarious and I definitely remember that because that's something I won't have back home yeah so yeah that, what about you hmm that's a tough one I always try to enjoy the moment like always have and especially like right now people are leaving we just said good, goodbye to good buddies of ours yeah and I mean, sure, you're right. We'll probably see them, but it also it is, what if we don't? Yeah. So I, I'm i trying to, things that I'll bring with me and always remember, like the moments and the people. Another big one, like you guys are my best friends down here. Mm-hmm. And of course I said the same thing about my friends back home. So I wonder like if I ever go somewhere else or you know after college is done like are things going to stay that way am I going to stay as connected with you guys but I'll always remember the people because you may not be my best man at my wedding but you'll be in my wedding yeah or something great like that that's a big event yeah and yeah I just trying to remember the people in the moments because I do it here sometimes like if I'm real down just think about oh yeah remember last weekend when we had a great time and sometimes that's a double-edged sword because you're like, yeah, it was great. And then it's like, I want to do it again. Yeah. Or, you know, where are these guys? Like what's so-and-so went home for the weekend. Oh shoot. You know? Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, it's to where like, you know, you know, the people you're going to stick with. And I think, I think I've found, you know, a good amount because I got a couple back home that I, you know, I have faith that I'll stick with them, and I found you guys here. Like I know that I'll stick with you guys, no matter if we went to different colleges or you know after college. You know, the, 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 you guys are definitely people that I've met. And be like, yeah, those are my boys. Yeah, nothing better. And so, yeah, like you said, I might not be your best man, but I'll be there. You know, because that's the trust we built. Is like I'll be there no matter what. Yeah. All right, um, things, or what's something, or multiple things, that you want to take into next year? Uh, don't be so stupid. <laughs> and don't take stuff so seriously. Because, I don't know, sometimes I'd be like, yeah, like, this shit, the life I'm living isn't it. But, like, when you kind of break it down, like, what's so bad about what I'm doing? You know, I'm living life some people can't even do. So like, why am I wasting it trying to be so serious? 
It may not be the dream you intended, but it's a dream. It's still. a dream, yeah. So don't be so like, don't be so serious. Uh, don't be so stupid. Kind of relating to people. You know how you interact. With how them I or? interact with people, and who I really want to interact with. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've definitely met some people that like I I've dealt with stuff stupidly, which that's on me. But that's you know a part of the journey of college. I think is being as stupid as you can be to learn. I agree. What about you? Uh, this is what lessons do you want to or something you want to take into next year? Um, don't take things for granted. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Time isn't wasted. So like every opportunity you get, try and um, at least like take like learn something from it, but. Try and like make the best out of it. There's two things too, man. Like honestly, did I want to go to Lowe's with you and Abby? Not really, but I, I bought a goddamn cactus, and now like that was just a sick moment to go and bond with you and Abby. And I'm happy I did it. You know, they saw through instead of saying, you know, now I want to go back. You know, just go with it. And it turned out really good. So. You know. Yeah, I'm really glad we did that. Cause when I proposed it, I was like, ah, uh, Sam might be. Oh, I want to go to the gym or something like that. Yeah. But I I think that was a cool little adventure. It was a cool, like, side thing to do, and I was really happy I did it because I still had time to go to the gym after. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And we, I mean, yeah. The, I won't lie. Lowe's is kind of cool. Lowe's is so Looking sick. at all those lights, that one that looked like the explosion was so cool. The, I have a $5 gift card to Lowe's. We're going to use it for absolutely nothing. But Why didn't you use it for your cactus? I didn't have it on me. Oh. Tough looks. Yeah. That would have saved me five dollars. <laughs> How much was your little cactus? Six. Oh. Seven. Okay, so yeah, you'd only spend a buck. It would have been mm-hmm. nice. What about you? What do you mean, like? You didn't say. Oh, I did. Like, oh, did I? Okay. No. If I didn't. Yeah, I agree. I want to take how I interact, or the big one is like conducting myself. How I conduct myself. In the aspect, like, a big one that stood out for me was, like, our third or fourth practice of the season, Savvy came up to me, or no, it was after our training <coughs> camp, after we played our inner squad scrimmages and stuff, like, when I played, I was doing what I did in high school, I'd get score on, get scored on, and they would start playing music right after the goal, and I'd just start dancing the music, like, get myself out of that, because that's what I do, mm-hmm. and I this may not be something I change, but... I learned from what Savvy said, like he told me I've never coached a goalie like you or anyone like you is what he said, just in the aspect that let go that early. And he took it as a, I don't give a shit attitude. And that's not what it is. It's just my process to move on. Mm -hmm. So it made me kind of think about what other things do I do and how do I carry myself that may come off as I really don't care when that's not my intention. So I, I need to think about how I do things and how they may come off and be perceived by other people. That's a big one for me, especially with, I'm not going to lie, especially with girls. I think a lot of a lot of them I've talked to, you know, I think I've, I've been in a good relationship to know, like, this is what you need to care about and this is what you need to do. But since I'm out of one, it's like, what do I do? 
and it's been so long since I've been single. And I talked to one of my friends. Shout out, love you. She was uh, she was like, bro, you don't know yourself single. You gotta learn who you are single, because mm-hmm. what we talked about one night was like being a boyfriend is like you like lose a part of being human and you become a boyfriend because that's like completely different from being like a person. So like learning how to show them what I want and like that I actually care instead of making it seem like oh I don't really care or like I'm not really interested you know and you know show them when I am not interested like there needs to be a line where like I show you know I either want this or I don't see like the biggest problem with the whole concept of that idea is it's so hard to find a balance between being our true selves like we said we want to do but yet also like having that line where I can conduct myself in this manner yeah because if it were up to me I would act the same way I do right now mm-hmm. and in a perfect world everyone would just be like that's Jeff like that's what he does he gets it done but that's what he does mm-hmm. and you know it's hard to find the line between changing enough and changing too much well yeah it kind of goes back to what I said like being a boyfriend is like losing a part of your humanity you know, you gotta do things differently sometimes. And I wanna be able to get to the point where I can be who I am and not lose that part of me where I have to just sacrifice, like one of our friends is doing right now. And I think once he finds a balance, it'll work out for him. But right now, you know, I kinda see him flipping himself and letting, you know, the boyfriend take over instead of who he is. Yeah. So, so. I agree. I think I really lucked out. In my relationship. You really did. You really did. For somebody who can take anything you say and just, you know, joke with it, that's, that is limited, especially, like, from a girl. Like, that's limited. And, I, you know, she's cool to be around even for me. Like, I'm able to joke with her without being, like... We just can't scream. <laughs> yeah, just can't scream, but, like, <laughs> I can be who I am around her and there'd be no problem, you know? Like, those people. Or, like, you know... With Des, even, even though he's not a girl, I can be whoever I want to be around Des. And it'd be perfectly fine because he'll be whoever he wants. Mm-hmm. So it's just a good little thing. Yeah. All right. Um, things you won't miss. Oh, Des, you got it. <laughs> things you won't miss. How boring. Okay. Things you won't miss. <laughs> no, for sure. No, how I, how... Like, we have to find things to do. That's, like... Like, I've never had that problem. Like, Must be nice. Like, legit, like... It was either, like, okay, I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do that. It was never never looking up something and finding what I'm gonna do. Yeah, you just roll with it and find <laughs> yeah. something. We kind of talked about that yesterday when we came back from washing the car. I was like, there's structured things to do back home for me, but not for you. But you know what you're gonna do. And when coming to this Well, I, I don't. It just happens. But I have, like, a set thing yeah. I can go to. Coming here is, like, you have no idea what's here or what could be here. And there's nothing structured here. So it's, like, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. We'll probably come back and, like, so many, like, new things. I hope so, man. Well, really was it so. you or Santi? Whose friend's dad was talking about? Okay. My, my friend's dad, shout him out, too. He's with the, you know, economic developmental part of the city. 
and he had a conversation with me on the phone. He was like, yo, like, I need you to give me some ideas. Like, what does this town need? Like, we're having a meeting, which is actually coming up when I go back home, about, like, what this place can look like in five years and, like, everything that, you know, going from, like, jobs to, like, just places to hang out at, you know? And I, I have some ideas, <laughs> and I know that there's probably going to be adults there who have some ideas, and I hope I can do something good for the city, you know? I think Marshall's a cool little community. Mm -hmm. It's a place that you can develop really easily. And I, I, I see a lot of what I see back home here. Mm -hmm. I mean, certainly not, are there bad people in Marshall? Yes, there's bad people everywhere. However, I think there's a lot of people here that, like, they deserve something. Oh, yeah. Like, nobody loves, I know that, especially no one loves being the joke of, <coughs> oh, insert blank city name is the worst city in blank. Like, I'm sure the people in Marshall are sick and tired of hearing that stuff. And yeah. I think they deserve something for the work they put in here to make their lives established. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I, you know, if you guys have got any ideas, you, you should definitely text me because that meeting's coming up pretty quickly. I want to do something good for the city. I got some ideas of my, of my own, but of course, they're mostly marketing and infrastructure jobs because they can be the technological jobs here. Because all the land, do you know, do you know, like buildings you could build for jobs here? The job opportunities. It's and it's fantastic having the heart of the Texas Railroad right here. Yep. So many abandoned places that could be restructured into places for college students because you can make this place a college town real quick because mm -hmm. you got Longview, you know, and Shreveport right here. You know? So like adding things around here to do and almost connecting them to those places would be really big for this part of like Texas. Yeah. So I think playing into what you're saying, like the biggest thing that I won't miss is being broke. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, if you have, not endless money, but, like, if you came down here with some good money, right, you could really do whatever you want because you can drive to Longview. You can drive to Shreveport. It's just I don't have the money to do that. Yeah. So I miss out on some things, but it'd be really nice to have money again. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Stop living like college students, which, I mean, yeah, it comes with the territory, but. Yeah, I think something that I won't miss is, I guess kind of what you said about not liking this place is like, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Back home, I'm going to, I know what I, I'm going to have set things I'm going to do. Like here, it's just like school, workout. What am I going to do after that? You know, and I hate having something, like, I hate not knowing what I'm going to do with my day. And that's like almost every day here. But there's also a beauty to it because like oh boom I can do this but I don't know I don't I don't think I'll miss that very much. But Jack, what are things you're looking forward to this summer? Not being broke. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Um, I just yeah, this is gonna sound really redneck, so I apologize, but I just want to get home, put a gun in my hand, and go shoot again. Like. That is a hobby of mine that I have had to really miss out on down here. I mean, I've gone twice since I've been down here. Yep. 
And there's just the Glock, and I love the Glock. It's fun. But, yeah, going and shooting birds every evening with my boss or something like that. Like, those are the experiences that I miss. And I think it'll also be nice to... Like, my mental health hasn't slipped, like, drastically. Like, I don't want to kill myself being down here. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not healthy either. Like, I'm pretty wore out of this place. So, it'd be really nice to get back home and hopefully find, like, a balance or a centerpiece and find my love for the things that I do. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've lost a lot of love this semester. Yeah. Dad? Um... I guess just being home for my family. Um, I'll be working. Just trying to get gigs, basically. Um, maybe I'll, I'm ready for like a set schedule that I can follow. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Like I'm just ready for like to have like a schedule like every day what I can do rather than just um guessing if I have enough time you know what I'm saying yeah I don't know I, I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of different things going like out with some of the friends that I had back home going out with Ben and Santi that'll be an experience um but kind of what you said at the very end of yours Jack is like I've lost a lot of love for a lot of things that are very valuable in my life. So, to me, I'm treating this summer as like make or break. Like, I'm going to go home and I got to find what I, I, you know, I really love. Like, I'm going to go through the process of like, I'm going to work and I'm going to grind for my sport and I'm going like, to be like, is this really what I want? Is this what I love? Yeah. You know? So, I think I'm looking forward to making myself uh, this is gonna sound so corny but making myself better but yeah I mean like I get to go work out I get to spend time with my family cause again like I kinda realize how much I love my family when I'm here instead mm-hmm. of being at home like looking back sitting in my room sometimes I'm like damn like I take that for granted so much I like almost tear up every time I leave my dog because I, I go back here and I'm like, I really want to be with my family. And I never treated it like that when I was home. So I'm looking forward to <coughs> showing them how much I've grown. <coughs> and showing myself like what I can do. So I'm excited for that. Um, you already did things you're looking for in the summer. Um, hopes for next year's room. We got a great room coming up. Hopefully some more good podcasts. We can add, you know, a new member. Named Laquarius Williams. I'm kidding. His name is Jay Slim. Uh, I honestly think it'll be a really interesting combination. <laughs> Me, you, Brent, and Slim. I think they're gonna, it's going to be really funny. But I also think, I, like, I hope we have time to just sit down and chat like we do now. Uh, I hope that we are able to host some things in the room. But I also hope that we're not always stuck in there. Just, you know. I hope we, we're able to grow more than just being two rooms across from the hall. Yeah. I hope we can become one and have a good time. What about you? I mean, 
I don't know. I kind of like what I know. I'm kind of back and forth on the idea of do I want to stay with what I know or do I want to move on to something else because it could be bigger and better. And, you know, it's nice because I get to have both. Like, I've been your roommate for a semester. Mm -hmm. I like the way we click. I like the way we work. So always have that to fall on because I, I, it is unexpected living with Brent and Jay Slim. Like, of course I hang out with Brent a ton, mm -hmm. but I also don't know what it's like to just sit in his room and chill because we don't, he comes over here and we go to, or we would go to your old room. Yeah. So, you know, it's the unexpected on how it'll work out. So we'll see. Faith in it because we're, we're all good and we're all pretty funny together. So I think the I think we just need to find a, a line where we don't cross into chaos. Uh, like if we stay away from that, we'll be good. What about you and your collective roommates? Oh, Best. I'm gonna have a random next year. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, one of our roommates are leaving, but I'm ready to like be able to cook and stuff. I'm ready. Uh, I want to do my room like how I want it and have it like all year. So, kind of rinse it out. To have a living room that we can all just chill in. Yeah. I think that's a big part. Just having a living room, making it look good. Yeah. Keeping it good. Because you want people to go to your room too. like. And plus, the, the place we're going to like stay, it's with even more people that we know. Like, that place is going to be crawling with just homies. So it's going to be, like, hard to find a balance in the fall for sure because everybody's going to want to party since it's not season. For us, at least. But, yeah, it'll be good. I, I have high hopes for it. Yeah. Oh, man. You weren't in here for this, Des, but I want to ask you your top three moments of the year. First hand of this semester. Anything. It can be anything. Anything. Sean getting kicked out. <laughs> yeah, me see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Um. Let's see. Me duplicating my finger and showing everyone. I thought it was so cool. Dude, the day we tried to go tornado chase. That was sick. We were so close too, but who who were we with? It was Santi and Landon. No, Landon was cool towards the end. Because Landon at first was like, I don't know guys, and then Landon was finally like, Okay, let's go get it. Yeah. And then somebody was like, Man, I don't want this. I yeah, don't want Santi's it. like, bro, I got class, this is dangerous and him and Brent, I think. Brent wasn't there. What okay. Sean. Sean. Oh yeah, Sean him and Sean. Sean wanted to leave. Him and Sean flaked. And then, yeah, we, we missed just, it. Yeah. But I remember being at that gas station, filling up my truck, and the wind <laughs> was blowing the rain completely sideways. It was coming, man. Yeah, it was gnarly. Yeah. Dude, this is so hard to say. I'm ready to be home, but the only thing I'm not ready is unpacking all my stuff. Bro. Including, like, all my stuff, like, on my wall again. 
Yeah, bro, I'm not gonna lie. That's easily the worst part about packing is realizing that you're gonna have to take this shit out anyway. Like, what the hell? Why can't I just teleport this whole bag? Oh, God. Elon Musk needs to hurry up with the teleporting. No cap. get this final topic out and then I'll finish up this paper and you guys can go get big pumps. Yeah, big pumps. Alright. Um, song that describes your year. Des, you gotta go first. Yeah, I gotta think about mine. We not helping. We not helping. Oh, okay. Yes. Is there a reason why or just... What's the matter of anything? <laughs> all, pretty much all year. Pretty much all year. What does pretty much all year mean, Des? Not the first semester at all, and then March. What about April? Oh my god. <laughs> Don't make him spill his life out here. Hey man, that's what podcasts are for. You got it yet, Sam, or do you still need to? I still need some time, man. Alright. I have another one, actually. Okay. Um, Shots. By, um, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that, one, that one speaks of my year, actually. Alright. So, I think mine, I was sitting here thinking about it, and what first popped to mind because we like it so much is the song Clarity. Yeah. And then, actually, as I thought about the words, it totally makes the most sense for me because, you know, it says, even though, like, you're chaos, you're still my clarity. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our friend group, we're a disaster. Like, mm-hmm. we're out here doing dumb stuff, and it's just a train wreck. But when I'm with you guys, I feel like I'm at my clarity, and you guys my remedy to quote the song. So I think that's my pick. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. yeah. That song is so good. I got two. I got two. They're both Drake songs. Of course. Let's go. Um, the first one is The Whole Year. You Only Live Twice. Okay. By Drake and Lil Wayne and Rick Ross. Ross. Rick Ross. Ross. <laughs> but because like we kind of said it earlier, like senior year, I was I was that guy. And you know, it's like YOLO, and that was my senior year. But coming here, I was like, dang, like even more life than like than we had. So this was the second coming of like, oh, dude, you only live twice, which it might go on next year. Who knows? But that one. And then Girls on Girls by, by Drake. Just because it's such a funny song and I love it. And we sing it all the time. On God. Do, girls do want girls. girls Just not want, here. Girls want girls where I'm from. Oh yeah, where you're from? Absolutely. Yeah. Where I'm from? No. In the state? Yeah, Craig? No. <laughs> no, Houston, girls want girls. Sometimes girls want girls and guys. This so, is true. So yeah. I think there's a few of those here. Yeah, but there's a lot back home. And I know one. She's cool. Cool one. Cool girl. I'm not going to say any more than that, but she's cool. Shout out to you. She wants girls. She wants girls and guys. Okay. All right, well. 
think that's a good place to end this. Yeah, you know, shout out Fonty. Been left right now. Love you, Fonty, if you ever listen to this. Real, real guy. Brent's not here right now. Shout out Brent. Shout out Sean. Jack and Dez are here. Love them. You know, can't wait for next year. I feel like, I feel like next year will be better because we actually know like what to do now. I hope it's new. I hope we, I hope we come up with new things yeah. to do. I hope I can help us with coming up with stuff around here. I think we can. I hope so. Yeah, I'm excited, dude. I actually helped with the the Chick Fil A thing because we needed one, and I talked to my friend Chad. I was happy that actually, because they were like, oh, it won't come up for like a, a, few, a few years. And I was like, all right, I guess it won't, you know, pop up this year. So, can't wait. Jack? I'm half, man. I gotta write this paper. All right, man. That's the perfect way to end that. <laughs> yep. Yeehaw. Well, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, signing off. See ya.